Hello everyone, and welcome to Refinery Life Radio. I'm Gary Hoban, I'm the Senior Pastor and Lead Elder of Refinery Life Church Australia on the beautiful Gold Coast. And if you're on the Gold Coast at any time, feel free to come and join us as we meet together and we share in the Word of our Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 222 Turpin Road, Labrador. And more details are available on our website, which is www.refinerylife.org. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel today so you don't miss any of our messages. And today, we're continuing our series based on the book of Exodus that reveals God's concern for his people. The series is titled, The God Who Reveals Himself in Times of Need. And today, we're discussing when discouragement comes. Because it doesn't matter who you are, discouragement comes. The text we're working through and concentrating on is Exodus 5, 22 to 23, and it says, When Moses turned again to the Lord and said, O Lord, why have you brought harm and oppression to this people? Why did you ever send me? I cannot understand your purpose. Ever since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has harmed and oppressed this people, and you have done nothing at all to rescue your people. And the scriptures will work through Exodus 1, sorry, Exodus 5, 1 to 23. And nothing hurts so badly as having excitement suddenly affected by disappointment. Moses knew the hurt of disappointment. Soon after he settled the matter of God's call to him and all of his negative attitude, he went to Pharaoh. The first attempt was met with a setback. Our text reflects an anguished cry of discouragement. Exodus 5.22 says, Then Moses turned again to the Lord and said, O Lord, why have you brought harm and oppression to this people? Why did you ever send me, Lord? I cannot understand your purpose. Have you ever been in that position and asked that question yourself? Have you ever experienced any type of discouragement? Let's have a look at the causes of Moses' discouragement and see if we can receive help. We are discouraged when a person rejects our God. As a minister, I'm constantly discouraged as people reject our God. The presentation of the great God that we have. And Moses and Aaron were granted an audience with Pharaoh. They requested that he allow the Hebrews to go and hold a feast in the wilderness. It's in Exodus 5.1. It talks about Israel's labor being increased. It says, after... Oh, sorry. Afterward, Moses and Aaron came and said to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Let my people go, so that they may celebrate a feast to me in the wilderness. And the word feast here comes from a Hebrew word that means to make a pilgrimage. Moses and Aaron presented the greatness of a God who wanted his people to follow him. Modern Christians need a boldness akin to that of Moses and Aaron. Often, modern Christians are afraid to speak about our great God. Without apology and without being ashamed, we need to present the true and living God to a secular society. We wonder why the world is turning bad and looking so bad and all the rubbish that's going on. It's because Christians aren't willing to stand up and present the true and living God 
to a secular society. And there's an audacious rejection of God. Look at what happened with Moses and Aaron. Pharaoh's answer to Moses, Moses and Aaron was one of contempt. Exodus 5, 2 says, But Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. Sounds like the world today, right? Pharaoh did not know or acknowledge the power of God. Nothing causes greater disappointment than when people reject our God. We just want the best for them. We want them to see the Savior. And it causes disappointment when they reject him. And Jesus knew this disappointment. Often he presented God as the loving Heavenly Father, and people refused to be his children. What a disappointment that would have been. We are discouraged when the world retaliates against us as well. The world's scorn for God's people is horrendous. And because of Pharaoh's hate for the Lord, he scorned God's people. He assigned impossible quotas for making bricks. Remember, the Hebrews were slaves. When a quota was not met, the Israelite foreman was beaten by the Egyptian taskmaster. Scorn for God leads to disrespect for God's creation. That's why we have abortion so prevalent in the world, and it's acceptable now. Euthanasia for the elderly is becoming acceptable now because of a scorn for God. It leads to a disrespect for his creation. And rejecting God leads to a persecution of God's people. God is intimately bound with his people. Christians all around the world are standing up and trying to fight back. But they just need to accept the fact that there will be persecution if you are truly God's. To persecute his people is to hurt him. And let's have a look at the world's injustices to people. Having to meet an unreasonable quota of bricks discouraged the Hebrews as well as Moses and Aaron. In addition to making the bricks, the Hebrews also had to gather the straw to make them. Pharaoh had no sense of responsibility for reasoning fairly. His cruelties and injustices chilled the enthusiasm of Moses and Aaron. Nothing brings more discouragement to a person than seeing God's people treated unjustly. When the world retaliates with ruthless cruelty, we tend to become discouraged. We are discouraged when our own people renounce our leadership. If you're a minister... You will know what I'm talking about. Opposition from without causes groaning from within. We've had people over the time that we've we've been ministers say, well, you know, ministry should be this and church should be this way and we should do that. And you know what we just say to them? Let's let's bless you and help you start your own ministry. You go and plant your own church. Because God's told us what he wants us to do. And you know what? When you pull them up on that, they realize that it's not the way they think it is. It's got to be the way God has it. The Israelite foremen, think about this, when the quotas weren't met, they were the ones that were beaten. And they complained to Pharaoh, but they could find no relief. Pharaoh wasn't going to listen to them. They were finding no help. The foremen met Moses and Aaron and blamed them for their difficulties. Do you know people like that? 
all the issues in the world are everyone else's problem? Exodus 5.21 says, And the foreman said to them, May the Lord look upon you and judge you, because you have made us odidious, which is something that's hated in the sight of Pharaoh and his servants. And you have put us, sorry, you have put a sword in their hand to kill us. Oppression from the outside caused restlessness in the Hebrew camp. The world's anger makes a Christian tired. At these times, it is easy to have division and complaints within the group. The lack of unity discourages leaders as well. Again, if you're a leader within a church, you will understand this. You do all you can, and people still don't fall in behind and and unify in what God's got for them. Nothing caused any more discouragement to Moses' mission than the disunity among his people. Because of Pharaoh's opposition and the people's grumbling, Moses accused God. This is the ultimate in discouragement when we're at the point where we're blaming God. When life hands us disappointments, we have a tendency to be discouraged and may find ourselves lashing out at God. I'm not too proud to admit that I've been there. I've blamed God for my problems. And then I repented. Let's look at the man Moses. After his enthusiastic confrontation with Pharaoh, the first one, he became discouraged. The Lord dealt with him and promised to be with him. And that same God can help you with anything that causes you to be discouraged. So I want you to meditate on this week that when you become discouraged, that same God that helped Moses can be there helping you. I really want to encourage you to be diligent with your Bible study time. I say it every podcast, but it's important because God has so much more for us that we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him and he can make you whole, spirit, soul and body, as long as you will allow him to. And you're important to God, you know that already, but you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. Don't wait around for a prophet to come along and give you a word. Speak to God yourself. He wants to talk to you directly. So whatever you're concerned about and whatever you need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And don't forget to subscribe to this channel so you don't miss a, a message. Until next time, stay in the blessings.